0: Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Auken. show what's up guys dave van and the dave van auken show podcast 208 so pumped and so excited that you guys hit that download and subscribe button hit the listen um all right lots to get into a lot of breaking news late last night i am literally laying in bed I just watched that new show quarterbacks on Netflix, loving that show, by the way, shout out Patrick Mahomes, what a dog that guy is, you know, I'm a bills man, but uh man, uh, Patrick Mahomes, um, but I'm in bed watching Netflix and then just boom, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. So a lot to get into, but the anchor of this show uh, has been on the podcast four or five times. Uh, one of our all time favorites here at fight bananas land, Impa Kassanke comes back on the show. In the final four of the light heavyweights for the PFL, he's fighting in San Antonio coming up here in August. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, he talks about the journey that he's been on. We all know what happened. Uh, of course, the Buckley knockout and, uh, you know, getting cut, getting released from the UFC, but uh, it, it's a good, it's a good podcast. It's, we, we don't talk a lot of X's and O's. It's, sometimes it's great to, you know, not ask the same darn hey how's training camp going and uh you know uh how's the gym life going it's it's just a lot about his journey a lot about his personal life so we go for 15 minutes but so that's impica and i i'll get into it in five seven minutes but like i said let's talk about the news at hand late last night three things in a row to me happened first and foremost israel and asanya um israel and asanya has been uh uh, old Jerry Seinfeld uh, uh, Seinfeld uh, funny line, a master of his domain. The He's been the leader of his fighting career and he hasn't ducked anyone. Uh, uh, Alex Piera, uh, probably the worst matchup of his career. He went right into it. He saw Jaws, right, in the movie. He saw the big shark out there in the ocean. He went right towards that sucker. So he's been trying to fight the toughest guys in his division. Uh, DuPlessis has been this, uh, you know, Little, you know, that that, uh, agonizing little guy in in school. He's been that little thorn in his side for seems like the last four months. He wanted him. He uh, DePleases just beat Robert Whitaker. Got to give credit where credit's due. Looks like that fight was going to happen. UFC 293, Sydney, Australia coming up right around the corner. Guys, it's coming up. Looks like DePleases is a little bit banged up. Looks like he has a foot injury. I, I don't discredit the injury at all. Might not be 100%. You might not want to fight the champion, Israel Adesanya, probably the greatest middleweight mixed martial artist of all time. You might not want to fight that man. Not 100%. He's getting passed up. Israel Adesanya went hit on his social media network and his socials and said, hey, Diplisis, he's out. He's gone. Let's do the man dance. And when I heard that, I got I got excited, man. I don't know why I'm so pumped for this matchup. And everyone knows we're, we're huge Brendan Allen guys here at Fight Bananas. And I think Brendan Allen will get a, a future championship match. I think he's just that talented. He's that good of a fighter. But for some reason in 2023, I'm pumped for Izzy and Sean Strickland. I really, really like this matchup. I think the the hype, the buzz, the poster... The, uh, the 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 media, the, the, the talks, the press conferences, the pictures, I think it's going to be fun. I think this is the fight we need in the middleweight division. With Pierre moving up, and now with especially with the light heavyweight championship being vacant, I think that's a great opportunity for Alex Pierre moving up. This is great for Izzy. This is the, the juice the middleweight division needed. There's so many uh, guys that are, uh, are, you know, rematches in the future. Brandon Allen's right there on the outskirts. He actually might even, you ready for this one? I think they should use All-In Allen as the backup fighter in Sydney, Australia. I really do. I don't expect Strickland or, of course, Izzy to miss weight or to be injured. But I would love to see All-In Allen as the backup fighter. That's just my take on that. So that's for one. First breaking news of the night. Literally 20 minutes later, we get Dana White doing what Dana White does uh, we get the rematch, guys. UFC 294, we all knew Islam Maklachev was returning in Abu Dhabi. 291, we know it was P- uh, Poirier and uh, Gaethje. We're like nine days away from that. Cannot wait. We all know UFC 292, Sugar Sean O'Malley and Aljamain Sterling. Boston, cannot wait for that. We all know UFC 293 is the uh, Izzy show. Now it looks like it's going to be Izzy and Strickland. And we knew 294 was Maklachev. But we didn't know his dance partner in a weird way. Was it going to be Volk? Was it going to be the rematch? Was it going to be someone new, a fresh blood? In the last 36, 48 hours, we were hearing about Leon Edwards, but it's finalized. We have the official fight poster. The rematch is on. His name is Charles Oliveira. It's Oliveira versus Makochev. The rematch is on. This is the right fight, guys. This is the right match. Oliver has been on an all-time tear, one of the greatest lightweight tears in the history of the sport. And this is one of the best divisions, if not the best division in the history of the UFC. And what Oliver has done in the last two, three years, the Chandler, the Gaethje, right? The Poirier, his wins, the Benny Derish, and how he's doing it. Charles, I, I sometimes I dislike using this, especially in podcast land. Charles deserves this fight. He has earned this fight. Charles Makulchev, too. And this is a big one. Uh, this is a big one because if Makulchev wins, that's it. Charles is done in the U- in the lightweight division unless Makulchev, they can, sh- you know, moves on and when Grant Dawson, wins the championship. But this is a big one. So this is really big for uh, Oliver's career moving forward. He might have to move to a welterweight division. He might have to get into the BMF stuff. So a lot of stuff moving parts there for Charles Oliveira. Then that's, we don't even stop with that. So we don't stop with Israel Adesanya, Sean Strickland, the headline UFC 293. We don't stop with headlining UFC 294 with Islam, Michael Chef, and Charles Oliveira, the rematch. We get the co-main event of that card. Finally, the return. Finally, the comeback story of the Wolf. Cosme Chemaev. Chemaev is back, and Chemaev is back against a top five guy. Chemaev is back against a guy who can can um, match the air in the room. Chamaev is back against a guy who can match the fight poster with him. That's Pava Costa. Costa has been waiting for this. Pava Costa was supposed to fight, I think, in um, literally right in uh, Salt Lake City next week. We all knew in a weird way what's going to happen. He's off the card. Uh, a lot of mysterious things happening. Costa versus Chamaev was kind of the fight we've all wanted this whole time. It's the fight we need, the fight we wanted, the fight we're going to get. It's a great co-main event fight as well. It's uh, That's what pay-per-view main events should be. It's Chamaeva and Costa. It's just two humongous names. It's too big for a fight night main event. It's not big enough for a pay-per-view main event. It's a great co-headliner, especially to a Makochev Oliver. So the UFC has hit an absolute grand slam. UFC 294 is must see, must buy, go get it. Pay-per-view, don't don't scam it. Come on, guys. They deserve the 8495. Uh, these fighters are fighting their asses off. Uh stop. I I just some I know I'm going on a tangent here. I'm sorry. Everyone's like, oh, the UFC doesn't need it. The fighters need it. The the fighters get paid through pay-per-view points. Come on, spend the money. They they deserve it. So we get it, guys. Izzy Strickland, Makochev versus um. Olivera and Costa versus Chamaev. Love it. All six, all three phenomenal matchups. All three must see fights. So there you go. Great stuff right there. Um let, let's clean up some stuff real quick. Impa's coming out literally in 60 seconds. Guys, we just had a ton, a ton of content. We do this once in a while on Fight lands. Lance. That's kind of how we roll. We we kind of uh we we dash. We're we're like you send bolt. You know what I mean? We we go zero to sixty. Very fast, guys. Jillian the Savage Robertson came back. Mike Cuddles is back. Go get it. You can watch it on our YouTube or Facebook channels, or of course, you can download it on all podcast platforms. Um, and she was awesome. She was, we all know, she took a, a, to a defeat against Tabitha Ritchie. She was absolutely real and uh, vulnerable. And just, uh, I respect on how just real she was through the podcast. So Go give it a listen. Uh, very, very, very cool podcast with G. Mike Cuddles. Podcast 35. Ben and Bananas, L. Dawson, Ryan Quinn, and myself, David Auken. Huge UFC London betting and Preview. Go get it. You can watch that on YouTube, millions.co. You can watch it on our Facebook channels or, of course, listen it on all podcast platforms as well. I just uh, had an awesome podcast with my main man, PFL commentator Kenny Flooring. It you can same thing watch it on YouTube, watch it on Facebook, or you can download and listen it on the Dave Van Aukin podcast platform. You can listen to it. I Heart Radios. You know, do what you got to do. Of course, Impakasangana. This is this podcast right here. So much more. Uh, tomorrow, we got our guy, Jonathan Ramakhan. He is going to interview the bad man, Bubba Jenkins. He's coming on the pod. So much more. And then, of course, late last night, our girl, Maddie Levine, dropped the podcast with the president of Cage Titans. So much content here in Fight Bananas Land. No one does it better. No one, no one does it better. So here we go, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, You shout out to Guerrilla Warfare. Go to guerrillawarfareapparel.com today. Get a t-shirt. Also, if you're buying t-shirts, buy another one. Go to millions.co today. We got three, four t-shirts on the line. We got a Fight Banana shirt. We got a Power Slap shirt. We got a Wrestling Is Dumb shirt. Go get the t-shirts today. Millions.co. Impa Kasanga and I and myself, 15 minutes about the journey of his mixed martial arts career, let's go. All right. What's up, guys? The red light is on. Dave Analkin back on the show. We we, we, we went longer off air than on air, I think. I think it's the fourth <laughs> maybe fifth time talking. Impa Kasanganai, PFL, light heavyweight. I don't think I've said that on the show before. Impa, thank you so much for coming back on the show, man. Appreciate you, oh, brother.
1: Dude. It's an honor. Great to talk to you again. It made me happy. Yeah, we were talking a bit off air, just... <laughs> good to see your face again it made me smile it's like let's go man like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's cool it's, it's great I'm, I'm proud of all you're doing and like seeing your podcast grow and i think i even asked you, now, you. Like, what's your vision with it and like man you're doing it so it's i'm i'm, I'm proud i'm proud to see you yeah. doing yeah. it
0: likewise likewise um so much to get into and before we get into particular dates i even have a two uh fun dates for you to kind of you know take you down memory lane I know August 14th, San Antonio, Texas, a very big, important date for you on the docket. We got Martin Hamlin coming up in the light heavyweight Mm -hmm. tournament for, you know, final four for you. But before we kind of get into particular details, Impa, kind of take us down this long journey, right? Um, You -hmm. know, making uh, your pro debut four or five years ago, you go on a string of fights you get on the contender series, you go on this run, you get into the UFC, a very popular three letters in the fight industry. Um, you know, ha- have some success there. A lot of things go your way. Some things don't, you-, you leave the, uh, the UFC, you go on the Orlando, you go on the PFL challenger series, saw you down there as well. Then yeah. you go on this run. Just, can you put a bow? I know it's a lot for you. That's a lot. You could probably write a book. This could be a movie maybe one day if, uh, uh, can you tell us uh, a two, three minute synopsis uh, on this MMA mixed martial arts journey that you've been on through this four or five years for you?
1: Man, too, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like big one for I, you, big one, right? It's starting off strong. When I think about, you know, the MMA journey so far, it's uh, I don't sometimes you don't stop and think, right? So it's, like, right? It's, it's just been on the go, go, go to make it, like, the, the long answer short. And, you know, to elaborate, it's one of those things where you really just see, like, God's goodness, right? You know, like, for me, like, faith is what drives me. But, you know, I thank God I'm a Christian. It's at the same time, like, you have to have faith even when things are rough. You know, we talk about the UFC, great moments, challenging moments, you know, winning my first final contender series, but at the same time not getting contract, yep. kind of waiting around. COVID happens, and you're like, oh, gosh. And then make UFC debut a couple days after make it get in my second contender series fight, right? Similar to my entry to the PFL. Like, right. I fought contender nine days later, or whatever it was. Fought Maki Patolo, who's no chump at all. Yeah. Then fighting on the challenger series, Grateful Gotta Finish. Then a couple weeks later, we're fighting Corey Hendricks, who's a beast as well. It's like some parts of my career, I look at it like, God showed me I've been here before, right? And I just think it's like, it's like, you know, like, the coaches I had, the decisions I had to make were all worth it. And, man, when you making the hard decisions and making, like, the the, the wise decisions you can, it always pays off, right? My coach said it today. He's like, whether somebody's won or lost, you'll never regret working hard, or quote by John Smith. And that, that's how I look at it. Like, I, I don't have any regrets, you know? Right, right. And I'm so grateful for my time in the UFC, you know, praying that they're all blessed over there. And I am absolutely in love with being in, P- in the PFL. Like, it's yeah. it's it's cool. You know, like, I've had different moments, too. Like, and, like, and this is, like, you know, a cool shout-out, too. Like, to every agent I've ever had, thank you, you know, whether I work with them or not. To everybody that I've, you know, that I've come across with, like, it was in God's plan, and I didn't know. Right? So I'm just, I'm in a grateful position where i got to grow as a man, grow as a fighter, grow as a human, grow my faith. And your faith is really tested. It says like you get perseverance and endurance when you go through trials. And you know, especially that Buckley fight, like, all right, second fight in the SC, thinking about it be the man, let's go. And then I, yeah, <laughs> and the guy's yeah. like, he's like you got some work to do. And that's yeah. all it was for me. It's like any moment that wasn't like where I believe that I shined or I didn't shine or it always means I still have work to do. And I'm so grateful that I'm in the position I am today, you know, go clips victory on August fourth and then, you know, go become world champion. Like I started training when I was twenty four. Like I met you a year or so to me training right and like yep and you know, now look at us talking now and it's just saying like to stay the course and if i could put like a the two to three minute cap would be saying like staying the course always pays off and having faith and just knowing where you're called to be and knowing who you are always pays off
0: and, and i know it's so hard to um Uh, you know, keep your feet uh, on the ground and Mm -hmm. do not think too far ahead. But at the end of the day, we're all human. And at the end of the day, you're two fights away from being to win a million dollars in mixed martial arts. Like info. Like I remember talking to you, honestly, it was March 22nd of 2019, Island Fights 54 in Pensacola, I mean, in Panama City Beach. And yep. I remember, what was it, maybe 12 and 12? Like, it was $1,200. You are literally two wins away from winning a million dollars. It's. I know you can't think that way, and I know it's one fight at a time, and I totally understand that. But that's incredible to be that close away um, you know, PFL giving you this opportunity, and it's so eerie. It was funny because that's one of my notes, too. If uh, the PFL this year, this 2023, is very similar of that UFC run of how the contender series and the challenger series, how you had to go back and forth of that nature, it's it's uh eerie similar of uh both yeah. opportunities,
1: yeah. That's, it's that's cool that you mentioned that, gosh, March 22nd, huh? Um, that's that's cool because I was like that was my third pro fight and I fought my second pro fight a week or, a week before that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both at yeah. I- Island, both at Island fights. Shout yeah. out to Island fights. Thank you guys. Like that was the dean and everybody. Like the whole crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you look at it. You're like it's similar. And that's what like, I guess. Like you we were talking about earlier. It's like you think like you've been there before, and now you're more prepared. You're more mature. Like it. Like I. You know, I mean, I always refer to the faith in the Bible not to press it on anybody. But there's a really cool part, like when David's about to fight Goliath. And I takes inspiration from that, especially in my season as being in, you know, a light heavyweight. And David's destined to be king. He's a great warrior. He's a shepherd. But it's like sometimes you got to start on that lower level. You got to start on that bottom ground where you're just taking fights, fighting whoever. And it's preparing you. And like before David went to battle, they're like, oh, what are you going to do with this warring man? And he's like, shut up. I've killed lions, tigers, and bears—everything to protect my father's sheep. And I—I I thought what was cool about that. It's like, you have to check people and say I've been here before in different ways. And that's what—that's what I'm here to do. It's like, yeah, I know I'm fighting guys who are quote-unquote bigger than me. I know I fought as low as 170. I know I fought at 185. But it's like, I remember helping Brian Burberry, and I remember helping Scott Holtzman. I've been there with the guys who were killers, and people just didn't know. And then I came to kill Cliff, and like I got scars on my face. I have moments of like, you know, just beat up. I've been in the the Buckley fights and it's like man I went through all that not for not without a purpose you know right. Right. and now it's like yeah you're similar I'm that much more mature more polished refined and I believe I've been gifted to fight at the same time you can't just rest on your gift and you know August 4th I'm going to show it I'm going to show like I'm going to show that and I'm going to get right back to work the next day and get right back to it and go claim that victory and yeah the, the million dollars is coming the world title's coming and it's like to show people that like you know, no matter where you go in life, like if, if you're called to do it and you have faith and you keep working hard, man, like you're right there. Like you're right there. It doesn't. It's not on some set timetable. Like you had to wrestle since you were two. You had to be a podcast exactly. and do journalist and be exactly. interviewing the entire school when you were in second grade. No, it's like I'm passionate about this. I'm gonna put the work in to make this happen and my faith while I do it. And, and it's a it's a cool place to be because then you can reflect back on moments like you and I talking four years ago, almost five years ago now yeah. and laugh and be like, yeah, like that's like, look at this now. And if it never went through those moments, like where would be, we, we'll we be able to handle where we are now. Yeah. So, Very true. Very yeah. true.
0: Um, with you. It's so funny. Uh, it was at Orlando, Florida. It seemed like it was yesterday, but probably six months ago, I think you were corner. And I think it was Elvin Espinosa, if I remember right, corner yep. Elvin Espinosa. And you're like, Dave, I'm going to be back here two, three weeks later. I'm here for the light heavyweights was, was it mainly just the opportunity to be there for the light heavyweights or input? Was that kind of your game plan? Did you try to, were you trying to change it up? Were you doing something with your body to become a light heavyweight? Mm-hmm. Or, or was that just, Hey, PFL has an opportunity for me to become a light heavyweight.
1: Yeah, it was, it was kind of both. So I was lo- looking for a fight for a while. I fought right. Jared Gooden on XMA card uh, last July, last summer. Yeah. And I, just looking for a fight looking for a fight and i ended up uh waiting around had a couple of fights fall through and i was like man like i'll fight anybody whoever wherever whatever like it always been and yeah. i said uh I, I put a post out i said i'll fight anybody heavyweight light heavyweight welterweight, middleweight whatever if you finish me or you know that was like the idea so i put it out to finish or submission it didn't matter if I was in a cage, it didn't matter if I was at the gym, it didn't matter if I was in a parking lot. Like I I I, I needed to fight. I, I wanted to fight. And I was gonna put money down and say, like, look, I'll fight whoever, whatever, wherever. And you know, I remember the UFC was trying to fight find a fight for Buckley, which I thought would be a cool in again. I put my name in that for that. Over the same they turned down the fight. It was like it was like thing after thing after thing. And I was like, man, I don't care who or where. And then, you know, my agent Randall called me one day. I was in the shower praying, I was like, God, like, I need to sign. And then know my prayer. Uh randall calls me and i'm just like he's like hey pfo light heavyweight what do you think well, let's go and pfo you know give opportunities like this guy's really wanting to fight anybody any weight class and i remember people asking like oh you're gonna fight these guys with light heavyweight I'm like you'll see you'll see <laughs> and then um then uh it was just kind of like we talked about it earlier i said like man I've, I've been through it with some of the best of them like john salter yeah. got turned chris weidman a little bit brian barbarina um there's just like there, you know, Chris. You start seeing just different weights and different bodies to where you're like, man, like I'm here to outwork out, hustle out, fight. It's not whoever. So when that opportunity came, I was like, let's go PFL. And they <laughs> everybody laughs at me like, this guy doesn't even cut weight. It's like, I don't care. Like, man to man, let's go and let's go claim these
0: victories. There we go. There we go. Uh, One last thing for you. Then we have five fun questions. We call it going bananas. We'll let you run it. But I literally just got done with Kenny Florian, PFL commentator, one of the uh, MMA pioneers. We were talking about the 2023 playoffs and we were talking about dark horses. We're like, what fighter to, I asked Kenny, I'm like, what fighter can win it all? What fighter out of the final four that's going underneath the radar can win the whole thing? And he okay. said, Impa Kasanganai. He goes, he goes, I love Impa's, uh, you know, just where you came from. And, uh, you know, wh- wh- he loved your opponent going into it. He loved your bracket. And he thinks you can win the whole thing. So I wanted to bring that to your attention. We literally just talked about it 20 minutes 100. ago. What did you think? Uh, you know, what's your thoughts about Kenny Florian thinking that n- not even you can win coming up on August 4th, but you can win this whole tournament.
1: Sure, I, I agree. I receive that. And uh, I really respect Kenny Floyd. You know, he's seen it, of course. He's still an excellent black, but he's awesome fighter while he's fighting. Yeah. You know, and um, he's an analyst. He sees it. And, um, you know, to me, that's affirmation. That's confirmation. It's encouragement, too. Uh, it's a challenge for me in a way. Like, you know, I take it as a challenge like in, a, in a healthy way. Like, yeah, you believe it. So do I and I'm going to go take it, right? And uh, that that's how I look at it. You know, like, at the end of the year, I'll have my hands raised. You know, I'm going to have my hands raised on August 4th, have my hands raised at the end of the year, you know, claim that victory. And the the million dollars comes, money comes. So that's not even the focus. That's the focus is, like, go become a world champion. Everything else that comes with it is going to come with it. And let's keep pushing the envelope for MMA. Like, look how much has grown, right? So that's that's my Great. focus. So it's, like, I'm very grateful, and it, and it, it means a lot. It really does mean a lot, and I'm grateful to be that dark horse. and grateful to be in the position I am, and uh, yeah, those are my thoughts on it.
0: There we go. All right, five fun questions in for the first thing that comes to your head. You ready? Yep, ready. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you want to live?
1: Cardiff, Wales.
0: Ooh, I like that. Uh, your all-time favorite movie? Oh,
1: man. Miracle. Uh Ooh, okay.
0: Really, really, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's your lucky number? 17. Bless beach me. or mountains?
1: Oh, beach, beach.
0: Okay. Beach. And what is your biggest fear? None. There we go. Empa kasanganay going bananas, guys. August fourth, San Antonio, Texas. The dark horse of the light heavyweight yeah. division for the PFL. Impa, it's always an honor talking to you. We've done this a couple of times here on Fight Fines. Always a pleasure, man. Appreciate you immensely. You. Impa, go get that W, all right, my man?
1: Yes, I will. Thank you so much. Great talking to you again.
0: Always, brother. Talk to you soon.